All right, everybody, welcome to the Confession Post podcast. And uh, just a reminder to everyone, um, the show is, is inspired by the website confessionpost.com. And people write their very highly personal confessions there. And people offer feedback in the message boards. And we do something like that, only we're doing it verbally with a podcast. And that's something, if you've never listened to this show before, that also gives you a little thumbnail explanation of it. So my name is Morgan Rector, and my co-host is... Vaughn Dark. All right. Um, so I'll go I'll go first this week. Yeah, because uh, I went first last week, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember. I, I remember something. <laughs> it's patch- go for it. <laughs> uh, all right. The title of this one is My Daughter Still Wears Diapers. So oh, it man, starts man. off... Starts off, my 13-year-old daughter still wears diapers. Yes, you read that right. She's barely a teen and still wears diapers. Let's say her name is Coco, not her real name. It started when she was seven and her baby brother was born. Let's call him Hazel, not his real name. I don't know why you'd call him Hazel, but anyway. Yeah. My my Coco was jealous that Hazel was getting more attention than she was. She acted out for a while. She started throwing tantrums left and right. Whenever we asked her to do simple things from getting dressed to giving Hazel her first chores, she would say no, like a toddler would. She gave me and her father the whole toddler treatment. Luckily, she keeps it. Um, luckily, she behaves when not at home. Um, another example of this poor grammar. She. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> they, they wrote, she keeps it behaves when not at home. So I'll assume what they meant. <laughs> she behaves when not at home. So thank goodness for that. After a while, this behavior, we caught Coco wearing her brother's diapers. I was shocked, but I could not understand why. She also used his pacifiers, too. Me and my husband thought that she could use both of them until she calmed down and grew out of this attitude. Well, these days, Coco still sleeps with a nightlight. She sleeps with a character blanket we all know she's too old for. She gets along with her brother Hazel now. She still wears the diapers. Coco still uses the pacifiers. She mimics her brother's attitude. What's the deal? What's going on with her? We were too relaxed with her. It's clearly not about Hazel anymore. What should we do? She's barely 13 and still wears diapers. Well, it seems, is parenting just disappearing? Is it just going away altogether? I don't know what the fuck, man. You can't just say to your child, you're not wearing diapers anymore. Grow up. Like, yeah. I mean, I, like, you, didn't say, you didn't say if she had to change the diapers or not. Hopefully not, but... Uh, good God. No, like, you're right. Like, you're saying, like, has parenting disappeared? And it's like, people are like... I don't know, either way too relaxed or, like, way too fucked up with their kids, it seems. It's like there's no medium. <laughs> and now there's homeschooling. Yeah. I once saw yeah, that's the, weird. I once saw, yeah, homeschooling, I'm not, I'm not on board with that. I think one of the most important things that a child has to understand and develop is – socializing it's easy to socialize with your family but you really need to get out there and meet people from other backgrounds other walks of life because social skills are really the most valuable skills to have it wouldn't matter if you had like five phds if you can't get along with people or if you can't uh network you know you can't 
uh, mingle with people, you're dead in the water. You're not yeah. going anywhere. Like people don't want to hang out with people they don't who don't uh, make an effort to get along or who they can't communicate with. Yeah, 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 like one of the most important things, I mean, <laughs> not yeah. to compare children and animals, but it's the same thing with animals. You got to socialize them in order to, like, kind of get used to being around people. Yeah. And yeah. conversing with people and being polite to people and realizing that people have feelings and things like that, you know, like just the, you know, it's human stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and also, if you're just living with your parents and maybe other siblings, you're so used to this existence where everything revolves around you that when you go out into the real world, it's going to be really stressful to find out that most people on the planet don't give a shit about you and they're not going to bend over backwards to accommodate your sensibilities and whatnot. Like, yeah. There was this. There were these parents on Dr. Phil yesterday. Their their kids like spoiled and abusive beyond belief, just fucking kicking holes in the walls and shit. And they admitted that when he was a little kid, and he went to another child's birthday party, they would buy him a present so he wouldn't feel left out. Right. And which yeah. is which is more than likely one of the reasons why he turned out that way is because he has no ability to accept that. You know, not everything is about you, and sometimes yeah. other person's happiness comes before yours. And uh, so I'm, yeah, yeah, not on board with the homeschooling thing at all. Yeah, it's weird to me. I like, mean, a lot of well, a lot of the people who do it seem to be religious, like they're trying. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a huge part of it. Yeah, and but um, and then I feel like. Well, it's not necessarily homeschooled, but it is sort of. But, like, the Amish people and whatnot, they don't go to, like, public schools usually, do they? Um, the Amish, no, they don't do that. They don't usually send their kids they to They have, like, a schoolhouse. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or something, right? Like, <laughs> I'm just assuming, like. <laughs> so, were you an only child? Um, Between my parents, yes, but my mom was married before, and I have two half-siblings. And I grew up with one sort of. Yeah. So actually, like visitation rights or whatever. What's that? So what, like they that sibling came for like visitations? Is that how? No, no, she (laughs) (laughs) she got kicked out pretty much. (laughs) Like she was just too much. She went into foster care and and she continued to be interesting. How old were um, how old were you when she came along? She's she's ten years my like senior, so like yeah, there was like a big difference because like she is like a teenager, right? And I'm like a kid wanting a big sister, and she's like, I don't want any fucking, I don't want anything to do with you. <laughs> yeah, you know, like. Well, I mean, it's it seems like it's better for kids to have siblings than if they don't, because I was an only child, and I just feel. I think that kind of set me up for feelings of alienation. Oh, I'm, totally. But I mean, like, I kind of felt that way, too, because it's like, you know, <laughs> I was like, well, my, like, big sister doesn't even want to be my big sister. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, moving on. 
you had to have and, and to not be introduced to that sooner that was probably harder too right well i was like a kid and yeah and then my grandpa that i really loved he like he passed away when i was eight and that was like around the same time like all the same time and then i like you know, you're realizing you got fucking ADD, ADHD as well, so you're, like, not really coping with things, like, well, but, you know, because, <laughs> like, home's weird, and your grandpa's gone, and you loved him a lot, but, yeah. you know, like, that that was, like, where I was at, and, I mean, later on, my, like, half-brother came into my life, and he's dope. I love him. Like, he's cool as fuck. I hung out with him as much as I could, like, and I would hang out with him more. My sister, not so much. I'd hang out with all my nieces and nephews, though. Mm. Yeah, and their kids. So I'm a fucking great gra- great aunt. <laughs> yeah, you're the cool aunt. Huh? I'm the weird ass aunt, and I've tattooed some of them. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've tattooed some of them. <laughs> Keep it in the family. Not, yeah. not the kids. No, yeah, not the yeah. kids. The the nieces. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna like give this baby a little tattoo. <laughs> does no. uh, the uh, does ADHD create uh, instability in mood? Does that cause mo- mo- mood swings it at all? Can be a little bit because like you get caught up in like for women, I think it's more like um, it can be more internal than men like. Uh, they show signs of it, like being restless and, you know, all that stuff. But women, like, kind of, for the most part, not all of us, but um, can internalize it to the point, like, it's just, like, racing thoughts. So, like, you can kind of get yourself in a downward spiral really easily. Like, and, but I mean, for the, all the pros about it is that you're always prepared for everything that could possibly happen. Um, for the most part, for the most part, you know, like they're like, <laughs> there's a lead to I've, overthinking. Oh yeah. Hmm. Like anxiety and overthinking. Like it's, there's like so many things that go with it. And to boot, we're kind of like partly on the spectrum of um, autism. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. All right, so uh, what's your first confession of okay, the week? Okay, so mine is... Okay. I am very angry. Oh, it's angry at God. <clears throat> I am very angry with the man, female, or however you would define God of the universe. He stepped out on us all, leaving us basically to figure it out for ourselves. And we have completely missed the mark. It took us way too long to get where we are now, and we ain't out of the woods yet. I would say we were up, and I really wish there was a little bit more, but I know where this guy's going at least. Like, I agree. God's left the building. Having a little existential crisis. Existential crisis. (laughs) Yeah, just. This guy should start a metal band, you know. <laughs> it's like a Marilyn Manson record or Danzig record waiting to happen. Maybe Nine Inch Nails too. Oh man, no. <laughs> There's a like one of my most favorite skits on SNL is this like What's Up with That? And I feel like I mean <clears throat> that's where the excess. <laughs> 
he talks about existential crisis is on there. Like, it gets actually kind of deep, but it's not. It's like, anyway, um, that's neither here nor there. But this guy is angry, angry at God. Mm. Yeah, I think, well, he's probably on his way to becoming an atheist or an agnostic. Starts or, off with the angry. I mean, God's already dead to him. Well, I mean, it's like, it's like um, if you're one of those people who was molested by a priest, well, Ooh. <laughs> how, how could that not shake your faith in God? I mean, if oh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I agree. Like representatives is responsible for that. The biggest thing about it is like this is happening in the house of God. Yeah, yeah. And like these, like yo, how could? <laughs> Look what God just did to you, man. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, most child sexual abuse is perpetrated by people that were trusted that the child was expected to be able to trust. Mm. So, like, in fact, only seven percent of the offenders are, were strangers to the child when they met. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Not that that had anything to do with what you just read to me, but people be touching people in the house of God. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like you. I guess you know a lot of people who at one time were people they like to brave. They were told that you know if they, as long as they were faithful and did all the right things, that they would be protected or that they would be rewarded. And then that doesn't happen, and you just feel like, well, what's the point then? And you know what I mean. So when the when the ratio of effort to reward is 100-0, it's hard to stay motivated to do anything. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's true. Right. I was never really one to follow, like, so many, like, rules, you know? Like, I kind of, I'm not even, I can't pick a religion, you know? Like, I, I, like, I identify most with Satanism, like, Leviathism, um... Yeah, I have a copy but, of the Satanic Bible. Yeah, I like I had uh, the Bible and the uh, Satanic Witch as well. Like those are the two books that he had, and I mean I had a couple other ones, but I also like kind of tried to delve a little bit deeper into like Crowley and like other people, and it's like honestly it's a very long fucking trip to like find exactly what you believe yeah. in and like. You don't have to like honestly, you don't have to read everything. It's it's cool to read a lot of things. It is, but like you can pretty much like kind of say like look I'm loosely this, I'm not like you know, I don't believe in the sky daddy. <laughs> you know? You believe are you did you ever investigate Wicca? Oh, man, I practiced Wicca when I was in high school. I actually still love it. Like, I practice it in my own ways still. Yeah. Because I feel like I have, like, I don't, (laughs) I don't mean to sound like, you know, like, fucking kooky or anything, but we all have, like, sort of our inner, like, it's basically law of attraction if you put it out there, right? So if you believe in it, you're putting the energy out. And Wicca is kind of like that. But at least you're worshiping, like, the earth and things, you know? Like, you're a little bit more tied to real aspects. And, like, everything was kind of based off Wicca. 
Well, actually, everything was based off of the uh, stars. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm an astrologer. I love astrology, honestly. I I could eat that shit up so much. Yeah, I've read (laughs) read a lot of the books. I've been obsessing over that since I was 18. Mm. Yeah, out here, like, the, like, one awesome thing that I love about the sky out here is, like, you know, like, when you're a kid and you went to the planetarium and, like, they'd point out all the constellations and stuff and you're, like, you know, like, it kind of, like, part, like, I don't remember all of them, but I remember a good chunk of them so I could pick out some of them in the sky, but, like, what's really cool on a clear night out here, you can see it almost looks like strip, like a strip of stardust, and, you know, there's nights where they call for meteor showers, and, like, you can see that, but, like, you can see that on, like, almost any given night, you'll see a shooting star. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Like, if it's clear. And I never thought to go out and do that when I was still living there. Well, someday, someday. Yeah, when you get out here, man, like, it's, like, it is the best place to go check out the stars. It really yeah. is. Yeah, Toronto has light pollution, so you can't really oh, see. Oh, man, there's lots of places out here that got, you go, you can't see stars out in the city. You can only see a little bit. It's not, like, out here. Out here, you can see, like, so much. It's so great. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Oh, and then I was gonna say my yeah. point magic is that it's not conjured, it's it's made. Like yeah. when a, like when a woman, you know, does all the makeup and decides to look really sexy for a date, like the effect She's instilling has, it is magic. For yeah. real. Like it's instilling a feeling in herself which she's projecting out. And it's also like it's sort of the art, it's a ritual of getting ready and you're, you know, you're imbibing, you're like, you're imbuing yourself with sexual energy, which is great. Like you can, like, that's part of the reason why, like we get all made up and stuff. Cause it's like, we feel sexy. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to like project it more, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a different vibe about a woman who's in that mode uh, not, yeah. not, it's not just about the way she looks, but the way, just the energy she's giving out. So that's magical. Or like if you made a cake from scratch, you know, the whole process yes. is magical. But once you're yeah. and it's all iced and then someone eats eats it, that's mm-hmm. like magic in that moment. So it's all, it's constructed. It's, it is. It yeah. is. Like, I think magic is kind of underrated. A lot of people don't believe in it, but like magic is kind of everywhere it is like what you said like creating food creating anything that you create that somebody else like partakes in you have your energy in that food and you're like yeah totally you're nourishing them you're like being a part of them in a way and yeah music is a magical thing oh man music i like honestly it's like a huge part of my life and it like gets you there too like you know, it, it's a lot of people, well, I, I can't do anything without music, but, like, sometimes I'm very particular. Like, if I'm cooking, sometimes I'm, like, putting 1940s music on. Oh, yeah. You know? Like Louis Prima or something like that? Or... I love Louis Prima. He's, yeah. like, one of my favorites. Yeah. Louis Prima is, like, all-time favorite. Um, I know a lot of Frank Sinatra, um, but there's other people. Uh, 
I had two copies of the shit. It's nineteen forty-five. I'll remember it later. Um, there was two copies of these. Like it was a small like piece of vinyl. Like it's like a sort of original press, I guess. And I I had like I ended up with like uh, a couple of ones from like nineteen. 30s and one was like worn out but it still played a bit like you could faintly hear it oh it was so good like even though it was like crappy as all hell you could still hear the music but the like what made it really awesome was that so many people played that record you know yeah well i I even like uh i like some classical music i even like the glenn miller yeah that's the one that's the one i had two two copies of the glenn miller soundtrack it's, it's, you know, yeah, that, yeah, Grammy music is, yeah, that, that, like, that's like Golden Girls music. I remember them it's talking so on the show about his music. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That was the one, Glenn Miller. Yeah. I had two copies of that. And, um, and that's on vinyl. And it's just because I was like, uh, oh, Taz Records out here, they'll have like buckets of just free stuff. And like, if you root through it, like, you'll find some decent shit. And I found some good classical, well, not, yeah, some classical, like, classical, classical music and the, you know, 1940s stuff. Yeah, I have a vinyl collection. I was more into it to collect, like, rare and unusual records. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, uh, I have a mini pops <laughs> record. What's that? Do you remember the mini pops? They were these, mini pops. Kids, these kids, like, dressed up like, popular pop stars and then they went oh my god divert like one kid would dress up as boy george and he sang one of his songs and really <laughs> you never you never you heard... had that on vinyl i have one of that those albums on vinyl i have a do you remember a show called video hits on cbc they put out because mm-hmm. because compilation albums were huge for decades until until now really but but yeah, they put out like a few songs, just these pop songs, and um, I think most of them were like Canadian music. But um, I had that, and yeah, it's mostly about just getting r- rare records, like yeah, uh, this record called Fish Heads. You ever did you? Ever oh, hear? dude, yes, I know Fish Heads. The That's LP. Barnes and Barnes. Yeah, the LP is shaped like a fish. What? It's cool. Oh, yeah. that's so sick. Yeah. yeah, like I've 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 gotten I've snapped up some some weird ones myself. Like I got some like I got this I think it's like a four pack. It's like Russian marching band music. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just like <laughs> I figured like I mean I w- I was really curious, right? Like there was some some really good finds in a lot of places. I I had like I did a lot of, a lot of hunting in Edmonton and then when I came back here I did a little bit so like I I kind of found like I found some decent shit when I moved back here like I was really impressed but um Edmonton had a lot of like electronic stuff cuz like it's almost like all of the like rave people kind of gave up all that right so they kind of just you know got rid of all their vinyl yeah. One thing I'd so, like if I get rich and go antiquing, one thing I'd like to buy is like one of the original gramophone record players. Oh yes. 
and like repair it so it actually like is like it can play good. Yeah, that would it would be probably be hard to find one that's still. You want to find a decent needle so it doesn't fuck up your shit, right? That's yeah, what I would do. Right. <laughs> because like I know back then it was like things were kind of brutal. <laughs> that's why the that's why the records were so thick too. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's like the fucking needle is gonna pierce right fucking through it. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Oh, man. You know what? Like, I wish I could have been alive in those days, but I don't. You know what I mean? Oh, there was a lot of shitty things about being alive back then. Oh, yes. So many shitty things. Like, I just want to see it for, like, maybe a week, and I'd be, like, good. You know? I I don't know how your parents (laughs) feel about the fact that you haven't gotten married and had kids, but back then... No, I'd have to be a flapper. Like, I'd just go right into that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't even know. I would not tell anyone how old I was. But that was That's, almost scandalous back then, not to take yeah. that route. <laughs> <laughs> like, see, I could go back there and they'd be like, because, <laughs> like, you're supposed to be married at, like, what, 13? Something like that back then? <laughs> I, th- I think even 21 was considered old. For, right? For, for, so for, like, for me to be like, yeah, I'm like 40. <laughs> I'd yeah. have to be like, I'm like fucking 16. And they'd be like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, really. No, look at my boobs. Look, see, I am. <laughs> be barefoot and pregnant. I'd have to take my fucking nipple piercings out. They'd be like, oh my God, she's a savage. <laughs> what happened to you? Did you fall down the stairs with a tackle box? Or just... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, like I'd be. Actually, I'd be in the fucking circus, man, with my ears and my tongue. There's no oh, way I could yeah. survive the way I was right now. <laughs> yeah, that was the route you took if you were, like, a counterculture person. Yeah, I'd have to be in the circus. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, they'd be like, whoa, what? Like, your ears and your tongue? And like, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, well, boring. I mean, <laughs> people who were heavily tattooed became a side show attraction mm-hmm. but then like like krista they well she wouldn't want to do it but they would definitely want her because she's tattooed from head to toe mm-hmm. you, you haven't been inked up that much right or have you like, not really my whole back is like fairly open my legs are really open um i only have like almost one complete sleeve on one side and a couple of areas like on my torso and my like upper knees and my head my head is actually pretty tattooed because i got horns and shit too but i'm not that tattooed she's tattooed more definitely. yeah she's got the back tattoos she's got tattoos she's got she more tattoos see. than i do yeah <laughs> i saved my skin though like i was like i want to get some like decent pieces but i just haven't gotten around to it and i'm starting to get old now <laughs> Need to fill that up. I want to get, I want to get Satan on my back really bad. You mean like a like, like a Baphomet? depiction of Baphomet? Yes. Oh yeah. Inverted. I want like a nice like traditional Baphomet with a bit of color like to it because I I'm pale. Yeah. And I should like fucking do some color because it'll look good. <laughs> But anyway, I have so many plans and it's going to take so long. It's it's a little bit overwhelming, but like. Funny too, yeah. <laughs> anyway, 
All right, so uh, you're up now. Oh no, I'm up now. That's my. Uh, yeah, we did. Did yeah. we do like? Okay, I did angry at God. You did. Yeah, my next one. It's the title is I was sexually insulted in front of my husband. So my husband and I bumped into my former fiance while shopping. I was wearing compression leggings. Uh, so I guess those are like just tight, tight. tight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think I it's for like um. Compression leggings can be for um what is it um those uh veins varicose, varicose veins, veins yeah so yeah there's definitely potential camel toe in this story uh being polite I was open to giving him a hug during the hug he took it upon himself to give my ass a firm squeeze and pop I didn't want to make a scene so I playfully told him to stop he gave my husband a fist pump and said you're a lucky man she's a sexy tight ass. My ex used to do and say that when we were together, but we're not together anymore. I was embarrassed and pissed at both of them for acting like frat boys. Later, I expressed my emotions to my husband about how <laughs> that made me feel. My husband joked it off and told me to lighten up a little. He even said, I don't know what the big deal is. You used to have sex with a guy. You two were engaged and you lived with him for four years. I'm thinking of pursuing sexual assault charges. Well, she... Well, I would say she does. Um, obviously, she's not going to be able to count on her husband to be a witness. Um, but then again, she's I was like, I was. <laughs> that relationship funny. Pro- yeah. I was going the fat boy way. I was like, well, what if they just all had like a three way? Well, I'm thinking like maybe <laughs> her husband, maybe her husband's one of those guys who like wants to watch his wife have sex with another guy. Yeah. Some people are into that. Uh, oh, man, like it's called cuckolding or whatever. There's like yeah. all kinds of like things. It's um, weird. So, yeah, that that marriage is dead in the water. That's not. Oh, gonna... man. Like, OK, so, yeah, I mean, I have a few things to say, I guess. Like it could be. It just depends on like what kind of fucking sex sexual dynamic there is and like what they expect from each other. If he if she like you know, expected him to kind of at least, like, be on her side or whatever, like... He should be, yeah. He should be, like, to, you know, it's it's okay to say something like that just joking, like, literally just joking. You're like, no, I'm like, honestly, honey, it's, I'm, you know, like, if you're, if you really have something wrong with it, like, let, like, I can ease up, like, but I had to get these jokes out, whatever. You know, it depends on how comfortable you are with the person, because sometimes you have that kind of dynamic, right, where you can joke. But anyways, so, yeah, I mean, it's shitty for her because it feels like he totally, like, just left her, like, fucking, he, he ain't there, you know? Well, she was, she was molested. I mean, that's really what happened, you know? Yeah, molested by, like, her ex. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't just because he was direct. Yeah, I know, that's the thing. That's the line that, like, men get skewed, not making excuses. Yeah. But, I mean, this is, like, this is sort of, like, the world that there is. Like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, like, kind of sort of, like, taken advantage of some sort of thing like that. But I feel like women have a little bit more leeway. And it might not be right, but we can definitely get away with it. It's not like, you know, 
Well, you know, the victim, if, if they consider themselves a victim, they probably wouldn't fear something as as something like rape. They might not fear yeah. aggression. They might yeah. just feel like, well, she went over the line, but it's definitely yeah. scarier and more threatening if it's a man. That's for sure. Totally. Because, like, there's that, you know, they are a little bit more aggressive, more powerful, things like that. You know, like, by, like, you know, stereotypes and whatnot. They're, like, honestly, I don't fully agree with it because I know how women are when they are at male strippers, and it's insane. So, like, (laughs) you can't say. (laughs) You cannot say that, like, women aren't fucking aggressive or, like, fucking will tear your dick off. You know, like... You know, like, seriously, like, some of us are really shameful. But, I mean, that's just, like, honestly, I think we're we're almost running an equal game on that. You know, like, if you take all the fucking middle-aged women that go to see Chippendales that fucking have grabbed a whole lot of dick and almost tried to suck it or, like, threw their tongues down their fucking throats, You know, like, literally, like, this happens. I've heard stories. <laughs> and I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ. I feel for male strippers. They have the, the worst. Oh, yeah. They do. Yeah, especially if they're gay, that would be even worse. Yeah, it's like, no, I don't want to make up. I don't want to make out with you, Barbara. No. No, Barbara. No. <laughs> well, I mean, I... See, the, the way I would react to the situation is actually more along the lines of typical caveman, caveman, where I would be really pissed off and want to hurt the guy and maybe even feel like I really should punch him in well, the yeah, face. Well, yeah, you know, like, this is where, yeah, this is this is good. Because the woman's you know, in front of me. I don't want to look like yeah. and let that happen and not do yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, like, looking like a total douchebag, like, fuck, like. Yeah, maybe she should just divorce him. Yeah, this guy's a shitty husband. I mean, he's probably... <laughs> You're right. He's There's probably, no saving that. <laughs> it's probably clueless in most other areas. You know, like, he's doing a fucking Neanderthal fist bump over, like, his ex, her ex, molesting his his current woman right in front of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good job. Like, oh, yeah, he's got, like, okay... Never mind. You don't want to fucking... You don't want to treat that guy to, like, anything other than divorce papers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just use her as a toy, I guess. You know, like in somebody's... Just a play thing without feeling... Yeah, yeah. It can come down to that shit, for sure. You should get one of those Japanese robots that Japanese men are having sex with. Maybe that'd be better for them. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, you know, uh, you can watch these, like, things where they take you down tours of, like, parts of the city in Japan, things like that. Like, it's sort of like somebody walking around with a camera, like, down, like, really cool parts of, you know, Japan. Little alleyways and uh, places that look kind of like Times Square, but, like... um. Asian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 
I'm like, I'm just going to say Asian because it's broad and I don't like, I don't like, I feel like sometimes I'm too white when I say, when I talk well, about this stuff, but I know my culture, I do. I'm just really lazy. Well, I mean, there is, <laughs> well, Japanese culture does differ from a lot of the other. Yeah, Asian. well, like, okay, so there's Mandarin and Cantonese and yeah. then there's like, um, well, fucking uh, Filipino. Korean. Right? They, Korean. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> see, Homo- this is where I get really white. Like. <laughs> Homo pho- Homo isn't that the your the food you like? Pho. Or- oh man, I love that shit. There's a really good place in Dartmouth, man. It's like the bomb ass shit. Everybody loves it. I have a T-shirt somewhere. I bought a T-shirt oh, because wow. it's actually that good. It is really good. <laughs> anyway, so um yeah, learning uh wait. Going down those streets, they have ads for people. Basically, like, I guess it's, like, what you would see in your, like, the back pages when you guys had that. Like, but it would be, like, videos. Like, you know, people you can just go rent rent them out at clubs. Or um, they can rent clubs to promote themselves. Oh yeah. Like it's sort of like being a hooker, but like you can just like hang out with them though. Like it's it doesn't have to be like sexual, but it probably is sexual. Wasn't that like <laughs> isn't that half of Instagram at this point? People just, uh, it's like, like a lot of OnlyFans for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Instagram links up to that sometimes. Like it's like a sort of like you like this, go to my thing oh yeah you link it up right you link it up it's all about that yeah you have to fucking be all over you gotta skeet skeet all over media basically if you want to fucking uh if you want to be an artist a porn star (laughs) cam girl (laughs) i remember this woman saying like she spent some time in japan this woman, this woman who visited Japan, I think she stayed a little while. She says, like, you know, men will just read pornography out in the open on the train or whatever. Is they're not, they never went through a sexual repression period like white people did with the Victorian area. They never. They were never weird had, all around. Oh yeah, well yeah, there's a lot of weird sexual shit going on in Japan. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they just never. <laughs> never they never you know, ascribe taboos to sexuality. That was just, it never happened there. So they're definitely, I guess, more open about it in some circumstances. I don't know how. Yeah, I think some areas are like, but they still have like a lot of porn that's like totally like fucking bleeped out. But they also have other shit too. But it just depends on where you're like, what part of the, uh, Asian area you're looking at. Well, Howard Stern Stern once wrote about this incident where he knew this woman who was very ill, like terminally ill, stuck bedridden. And uh, she liked to watch Seinfeld. This was back in the 90s, like the mid 90s, I think. Right. And uh, so he had a tape with like numerous Seinfeld episodes on it. So he asked uh, one of his assistants to make a copy to give to that woman. Well, he the guy forgot to press record, and what the woman received 
was what was called a Japanese anima tape where oh these guys on a beach hentai. Well, they gave these girls no. This was this was live action. They gave these girls enemas and then they shat oh. diarrhea on surfboards. And so this oh woman, my god, this woman's settling down to watch Jerry and Kramer and the gang and their antics. And there's these like Japanese oh. women shitting on surfboards. That is like the most okay. So that <laughs> needs. <to> be... <laughs> Yeah, that uh, they called him up and screamed. That's at him. kind like, of amazing. Like, I'm sorry. It's like it, it like to me, it feels like it belongs in like Fight Club or something. Like, well, they thought that he did it on purpose, like as a prank. Oh no. Yeah. Were they mad? Oh yeah, they were mad. Yeah, they're like, this is sick. We don't know what you were thinking and all this stuff. And so he had to explain that mm-hmm. his assistant fucked it up and. Yeah. Oh my God. That's like the worst. Like no one's really gonna believe you ever. Because yeah, he's probably had like every kind of like pain. ever. No, like there's like no there's no turning back. Like how did there's like because people will be thinking this. Okay, this is why I said it, it's some Fight Club shit because it's like it's a manipulation thing, right? Like it's like a suggestion. It's like okay, so they did it. In the movie where they like showed a blip of the porn, like the porn thing when they were like, you know, like during the kids movie, they like they said they spliced a little bit of, you know, porn in the middle oh, yeah. of everything, right? They did it like they. That's one example. But when I read the book, I didn't, I didn't get to finish it all. I was like so far with it, but then I lost the yeah, book. I read the book too. Yeah. Um. So they're talking about the dinner party where. Um, Buddy leaves a note and says, I I pissed in one of your things. And the lady just fucking lost her shit. Like, over just the fact that she, like, she didn't know what it was. And there's all these expensive perfumes and, like, things like that, whatever. And, like, it's just, like, yeah, I pissed in one of your things. But, like, and, and she's had, like, She's in a dispute with, like, she's got all this other stuff happening in her life. And it's during a dinner party. So she doesn't know who the fuck pissed her in her shit. But she's losing her shit because it's, like, you know, like, her fucking status is up there, too. Like, for debate, right? Like, there's, like, there's so much. And I'm just, like, you fuck with people like that. You know, like, you can tear down lots of walls. Like, I'm telling you, like, fucking with someone's mind is the fucking top notch. Don't fucking, like, you know, don't worry about fucking brute strength as long as you're smarter than them. Like, that's what that's what matters. Well, supposedly one thing that the Manson family would do to fuck with someone's head is they would go in their home and rearrange all the furniture. Oh so my God. It would totally. No. Un- yeah. I mean, that's no. probably, that might actually be more unnerving than it is. Something. It st- is. Yeah. Cause you're like, who the fuck? What? Like what? Like it doesn't yeah. make any sense. And it drives your mind fucking bananas. Oh, you go Cause you're trying to like find a reason, find yeah, a reason, a- find a reason. Yeah, it drives me mad. Yeah, anything that's done like that, this doesn't make sense. 
that, that would definitely freak you out. Oh, man. I love, like, honestly, like, the mental shit. Like, it's the most fascinating ever. But it's, like, the most, like, if you want to get under someone's skin, you don't fucking torture them. Don't fucking, like, you know, like, whatever. You fuck with them. You really fuck with them. Yeah, and you totally. do it, like, mentally. Like, you do it. You fucking do weird-ass shit like that. Fear you know, like, own, yeah. It fucks people up so bad. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like, I wouldn't want to do it. Like, that, like, to me, that's, like, I wouldn't wish that shit on my worst enemy. Like, well, maybe on my worst enemy, yes. Because my worst enemy is my worst enemy. Fuck them, right? And the best, <laughs> kind of re- the best kind of revenge is, like, legal revenge. Like, if someone... Well, has, uh, someone... You know, I like, I like it when they fuck their shit up. Yeah, it's not me, right? Like, if you drive them to do it and there's no traces, that's cool. Well, if they've done wrong, <laughs> if they've done wrong to you and you happen to know they have like a hundred pounds of cocaine in their house and you call and the you cops just, on them, know. yeah, you know, you, you figure something out. You can totally like, you know, you can like even like you can do like a little bit better. Like send someone over there that like can just fuck their shit up and then the police are there you know oh oh what's this you know <laughs> or get someone totally hot to like date them until they the person falls in love with them and then break it off and the long con yeah. always the long con it'll cost always. you some money, but uh i that, fucking that love be- the long con the long con honestly that is where you fuck people up the most the yeah long con didn't to find out that not only did they never feel that way, but that it's like no, you were you were a fucking pawn in my little yeah. chess game. That's what's up. Like ooh, burn. It's better than a shot to the head. Oh man, it's like it is like for those who want revenge, that is the way. That's the way. Honestly, long con, the most satisfying because like. You're the smart one. Like <laughs> it would have to be it would have to be someone who actually isn't like model hot. They should just be kind of average. No, you need to have like you have to have the right people for this. Yeah. Right? Like the most convincing people. People within their league. You can't have somebody that's crazy yeah. fucking retarded hot. It has to be believable, right? Yeah, yeah. I've thought this out already. I have had I have ADD. We've talked about this. <laughs> well, it's sort point. of like, like, I don't know. Like, I love, I love, like, the human mind because of this shit. And I've always, that that's why I'm like, I've, I've always been sort of like, you know, just what I finished talking about, like, manipulation, long con. That's how you really fuck people up. That's well, like, like. Well, people often, they always think, like, when they see a super hot girl with an ugly guy, they think, oh, he must be rich. But the other possibility is she is crazy, and I mean unmanageable mm-hmm. crazy. So crazy, most guys just said, you know what, it's not worth it. I can't deal with this anymore. But he's yeah. sticking with her because she's so hot, so he doesn't want to give it up. And maybe he has yeah. less self-esteem, but she, she may be making his life a hell on earth. <laughs> not, you know? This is true. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, your next uh, confession, that's you're up. Okay, cool. All right, so alpha male, 
I'm an extreme alpha male in a very in in very sense. Every sense probably. Yeah, every in every sense. Position, status, conditioning, etc. The strange thing is that in relationships I'm drawn to women who are dominant in the bedroom. The more dominant they are, the better. I like it. What the fuck is beeping? Sorry, someone. Anyway, someone on the desk was beeping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm drawn to women who are dominant in the bedroom. The more dominant they are, the better. I like it. I am not one for labels, but this seems counterintuitive to the alpha male definition, and I'm confused by it, frankly. Um, This is a very age-old thing. Like, Wait, did he say he... He just wants them to be dominant sexually. Or- no, he's he said he's an alpha male and he's confused by the fact that he likes dominant females. Mm. He said the strange thing is that in relationships I'm drawn to women who are dominant in the bedroom. The oh, more dominant yeah. they are, the better I like it. I'm not one for labels, but this seems counterintuitive to the alpha male definition. And I'm confused by it, frankly. Hmm. So, I well, feel... Sexually yeah. women are pretty sexy. That's a pretty odd thing. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, there's so... Okay, this was, like, this has been a thing. Like, there's so many men in power that love to be dominated. They're, like, it's a thing. Like, hey, so dude. many men in suits love that shit. You know, yeah, they, yeah. they do that all day long where they like fucking they crack the whip, whatever. And then when they fucking get home or when they're like, you know, they got some time to themselves at the end of the day, what they really want is just, you know, some bitch in a lot of leather to stomp on their balls and call them a bitch. Well, you know what? There's like a <laughs> lot of responsibility and pressure that come along with being a leader and maybe it's a relief to to just it's just you just need like to like it's the it's almost like they've been giving it so they want somebody else to like take it and like you know like it's a I feel like it's almost a reciprocal thing. Yeah, it's it's I guess it's a way of like establishing it's balance. It's, yeah, it's a way to establish balance, which is what your body always wants to push yourself. It strives to for it actually, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, you drink too much, you smoke too much or in whatever. In weird ways, like, and it tells yeah. you in weird ways, too, like, it's just, like, it's hard to pay attention to it. And, like, you know what? I think that that's, like, one of the, like, number one things. It's, like, if you're, like, over-functioning in one area, you're going to want to have that balance somewhere, right? Yeah, and if you're an executive overseeing, like, all these projects. and Oh, man, you're, like, so busy to the tits every single day. And so, yeah, you might want to decompress by having someone take charge and relieve you of all the responsibility. And they can do that in the bedroom with uh, some girl that maybe they pay because a lot of women provide that service. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, like. Dominatrix actually, they make a, a decent mint. Like I don't know exactly what they make. I've never actually like, I've never been hired for such a thing. 
Well, I've been propositioned friend, a lot, but not a hired. Friend, no. <laughs> a former friend's brother uh, went to undergo a session of that as a sub, and he he paid her three hundred bucks. So maybe that's kind of. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what it is and, like, how comfortable the person is doing the thing. Because, like, honestly, like, I'll degrade somebody, but I'm not going to love it. So I'll probably charge a lot of money to degrade somebody. Well, I think but, like the 90s. To stomp on somebody's balls, I'll, like, probably charge, like, 50 bucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, so that probably costs totally more. Kidding. Than- yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> It'd be more, like, at least a 1000 well, it's a uh, considering that consent is involved. It's technically a well. I mean, you gotta like they want their balls stomped. I'm okay yeah. with doing that. I'll stomp on your balls, but <laughs> you have spike heels. Um, not like spike spike heels. You know, like not the stiletto things. Yeah. But I have like I have some really uh heavy boots. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have some. I have some good boots. <laughs> like the ones with the buckles and things on them. Um, yeah, like some have buckles. It's uh, there's there's a few different kinds. Um, oh man, I have like the best pair of boots, and I hope I still have them. Actually, I just thought of them. Okay, so like. They've got, like, buckles, and they lace up and stuff, and but they also zip up because it's easier that way. But um, <clears throat> the uh, heel of it is, like, a revolver. It's not a real revolver. It's just, like, you know, a fucking revolver. They're called, like, Bond Girl Pleaser Boots. Anyway, I fucking love these bitches. Love them. They're my favorite boots in the whole wide world. And um tall boots are hot. They're very they're like they're up to my knees. Like I wanted like you know, I would have gone bigger, but like they're still really fucking good. Like they're like they're they're good, like they're fucking stripper boots. (laughs) I have two pairs of the same sort of like they're from the same um same line. But, like, different styles, right? Like, one's, like, sort of, like, a slip-on that has, like, an ankle attachment thing. And it's all bullets, but the bottom is still, like, a revolver. Um, <laughs> one That's time awesome. when I was traveling back home, um, the Halifax people here, they're like, you can't travel with those. It has a gun on the heel, and, like, people will think you have a gun. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, this is a shoe. It's clearly a shoe. You can't fucking fly with this. Like, wow. So, what did you end up? What did you end up doing? I just left it. I left it here and got it sent back out. Like, oh man. And, um, there was also, I bought a a switchblade comb from Yeah, from Freak Lunchbox. It was for my friend Shane. And, like, yeah. They're like, oh, no, that looks too much like a knife, even though it's clearly open and you could see that it was a comb. I fucking, like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I, if I, uh, if I were to fly sometimes. somewhere, if I were to move somewhere and fly to get there, I have to throw away my Swiss Army knife. Cause... No, 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 you just get it sent. You ship it out. Oh, ship it, like, ship it to me. Ship all the things that you don't. 
Anyway, we can edit this part out. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only weapon I own. It's not. But that's what you do. It wouldn't even. <laughs> The only way you, ship it. Way you could do damage with that one is if because, you like, like if you it. like if you were to put it like in with some stuff like whatever and like you know wrap it really nice like yeah and and like go like to your grandma like wrap it like write some fucking endearing shit on there make it seem like it's a sentimental switchblade you know what I mean put it in a can of coffee so the, drug, then, the knife sniffing dogs can't smell. <laughs> And then we'll just like, you know, it'll like, I'll be like, yo, it's like, it's right here. <laughs> yeah, really. That's how you get it. Like anywhere you have to like ship it. Cause like, you never know what they're going to fucking x-ray. Like they fucking, they get weird. They get fucking weird at the airport. Well, if they think you have drugs. They'll look up your ass. Do- oh man, they'll do like okay. So I've always been selected, and like oh yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. Yeah. It- right. Like, and-, and it wasn't until I like started looking weird that they like actually like they really got on that. And then <laughs> one time when I was coming back home from uh, Goose Bay, I like. I had gotten some stuff from our um, our legal um, cannabis dealers in a storefront. It was, like, basically a syringe full of fucking, like, Phoenix oil. And it was, like, this was maybe about three ounces. Three, like, and, it, like, it's an eight-ounce fucking thing. Like, it's an ounce? Or milligram. Milligram. Sorry, milligram. It's a, like, 8 milligram fucking syringe. So, like, there's, like... No, 10. And there's, like, um... 8 to, like, maybe, like, 7.5. Like, a little bit, like, around there. That was what was left in it. And I had to get on a plane. And I realized that I had to, like, run my fucking luggage through this, like, thing. It was, like, um... Like, straight through the x-ray thing and I'm like oh shit I'm not sure if I'm supposed to like travel with this so I like made a like a quick like excuse to go to the washroom and took the rest of this stuff like <laughs> god damn it was a lot it was a lot and like I was like okay so this is the plan I'm gonna I'm gonna take the rest of this because I'm like I'm not a waster I do not waste Anything. I do not waste anything. <laughs> I wonder what they would do. I wonder what they would do about those. Uh, there's like a BDSM gun. It's a fake gun that you do like, you know, role play, I guess, or you Ooh. integrate the gun and make her suck your gun, that kind of thing. Yo, that's so hot. Okay, I'm so like, you, you didn't can know still that. do that with a regular gun. Hmm. You just don't have a clip in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, or you can get a replica gun. I guess you no, you just get a regular gun. Or, 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 or if you're a little bit hardcore, you have a clip in there, you have the fucking safety, and you make sure that thing is like down. Oh yeah. Like there ain't no like, there's no way that thing is like moving. You know what I mean? Like you just like it is for extra danger. <laughs> I, I would not do it with bullets in there. I, I wouldn't either, but like, I mean. Because they, they don't Some want Some people are hot on that shit, so... Uh, Nobody will ever you believe... You just make sure that... 
You just make sure that there's like a little fucking pin that holds that fucking safety. Like if it's a man, you have to like go in there with tweezers if it's to like pry did, it out. If, if it's a man who did it, they, they will never <laughs> believe it's an accident. They will just they no will, man. He did it on purpose, so I wouldn't put any bullets in the gun. I would fucking I'd want to like create a little. A little danger contraption. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I'm oh. kind of like more danger. I like the threat, but like well, I guess we could. I also the- don't though. Like I, I'm like you know, if a gun went off in my like shit, like that, that could be like I, I don't know what would be wrong with me if I'd live through that. Well, I, well, I guess you could use blanks. Maybe that's the way around it. Or rubber bullets. Can you have a blank shot up in your vagina, though? No, that, I don't think that would happen. I think, <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> I, I think the shell would just kind of, it may, maybe it would co- fall next to it, but no, I, the blank is just, you know. it, it wouldn't do anything? No, it just, the shells just fall to the floor. and. But, I mean, it, if it was shot up into... Well, if it, if it was actually inserted into you, maybe the shell would go inside. I don't know. You, if, it, if it were, like, embedded. Yeah, in- that's true, because the shell pumps off, obviously, through the back. Like, yeah. But, um, but the, but the explosion. Like, the, okay, the wait. Because the explosion. Depends on what kind of gun, too. Well, it's going to hurt, because basically what goes on inside the gun when you fire it is an, a small explosion. So it could Ooh. burn you down there, right? So. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> or do you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, hopefully not. That's a lot of surgeries for that one. Um, yeah, that that's like, I mean, what if you had a wide vagina? Would it be like, would it, would it be like kind of one of those like, well, sort of like a. <laughs> that's delicate skin, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. For some reason, like this is really fascinating. <laughs> fascinating, eh? <laughs> like how how much could a vagina take? We can birth babies, though, right? Yeah. So like but babies are, aren't they're not. I know we're not. They're not explosive. They're not, they're not explosive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably pain. Maybe the pain's the same amount, but uh, yeah, probably a shotgun would be more arousing, right? Because it's long. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, if it's done right, like <laughs> people are gonna think I'm so fucking weird, but I'm like, I'm like, my ADD is kind of like, well, see, if you like muzzled and like did like sort of like a contraption and like <laughs> somebody has, I'm to like have, building in my head, like <laughs> somebody has to have made like a gun shaped dildo by now i don't see why oh yeah totally and there was like that fucking thing did you see the thing on howard stern where it was like basically like a you know how um you know uh shit the fucking what are they those things that run on fucking track not trains the fucking Oh my god, I can't believe my brain is farting on this right now. But <laughs> it's the like fucking they Street shoot star? things. No, um they like fucking tanks. Tanks. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I can't anyway. So tanks. Um shit. 
There's a sexual was, device involving tanks. Oh, yes. Okay, Howard Stern. So, you know, like, you know how, like, those tanks, like, you know, you, you know the wheels, right? It rolls on that thing. Yeah, like that tread. Yeah. Right? The tread. So, Howard Stern, somebody, like, created this device with, like, tongues on it. And it was, like, that tread thing with tongues. And it, like, there's, a, like, a lubricant thing. And, like... It just, like, it went and, like, did this girl, and the girl, like, basically, like, got off on that shit until she, like, squirted, and it actually got the, like, cameraman. Yeah, he was in the firing range. Yeah, he was totally in the firing range. It's actually worthwhile, like, checking that one out. It is a good video. It's classic, basically. Classic Howard Stern. That's, I'm old. <laughs> We're old. <laughs> oh, I saw a video where this girl was supposed to be tattooed or pierced or something, one of those two. But every time, that, but it was like around the vaginal region. And every time the went, guy went to work there, she squirted like it's just over and over again. She's that sensitive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. I've heard some stories of uh, overly sensitive and like how like different things are for certain women. Because like. So, you know, like, the age-old, like, fight of, like, is it pee or is it not? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, that is a legitimate fight because for some women it might actually be pee and for some women it's not. But what could it be if it's not that? It's just, like, it's, like, legit, like, Like what you're tearing or something? Yeah, yeah, shit like that. Like, it's actually not, like, not that thing. <laughs> well, we Sometimes do it does, people. like, mix a little bit more with it. Yeah. But, well, the woman's body must uh, retain more liquid than a man's, I it guess. It can. Like, we're weird. Like, I don't know what the fuck is up with us. Like, like I feel like I'm, like, I am, a, like... Sometimes I feel a little bit like an alien in my own body. <laughs> well, isn't isn't bloating one of the the symptoms of having? Yeah, and you, there's no rhyme or reason to that. Like, I've bloated over dumbass shit, mm-hmm. and like, it's just like, why do I like look so fat right now? Like, and it's like, oh, you ate the wrong thing with this other wrong thing, and you're also really close to your period, but your hormones are all fucked up. And also, you, like, uh, are maybe suffering some allergy. I don't even know. Like, there's things. Like, for a woman, there's all kinds of fucking variables. It's stupid. But with, like, a dude, it's like either you're sick or you're not fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's what it is. With a woman, it's like you could be on your rag. It could be this, it could be that. Bleh, bleh, bleh. Like, there's so many fucking things. It sucks. A lot of variables there. <laughs> All right. So, so speaking of uh, sexual organs, uh, the, yeah. title, the next one is stretching my organ. So <laughs> my organ has always been on the smaller side of the scale. Uh, so you guys, you can guess, is written by man. Two years ago, I came across a web blog featuring organ stretching, weight hanging, pumping, and manual stretching techniques for obtaining additional size. I ordered a unit for attaching light weights and a vacuum pump for increasing girth. 
I started using this equipment religiously, and over the next few months, I developed an additional half-inch in girth and three-fourths of an inch in length when flexing. Yeah, my engorged length gain was a half an inch and a half-inch of girth. Not a huge increase, but surprisingly, this increase made a huge difference in appearance when standing in front of a mirror. I had kept this for my wife, and I can tell it has made a difference in her feel of my unit when it is first introduced to her inner self. I just now do the exercises sporadically to maintain my new size. Well, I don't believe this for a second. I think it's the placebo effect. He's been sold a lot of bullshit merchandise, and he just bought into it. Well, how does kegels work then? Well, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, (laughs) say a doctor told you that you, like, lost five pounds even though you hadn't. You might actually believe it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can be you can be bamboozled into believing. Okay, yeah, like okay, so you are right on that, but there's also like positive reinforcement. Yeah, that works with it, right? It's like you believe it, you start believing it, and then in turn you actually do do it. Yeah, you know, like sometimes it's it's weird, but like I don't know, like I don't. I don't, like, really, like, go out of my way to lie to people about their appearance or anything. Yeah. But if I notice that they look good and they're glowing, they're, like, you know, things like that, I'll, like, tell them. You know, I'll tell them that. But I'm not going to be, like, you know, I'm not going to tell them a blatant lie. You know, just because, like, honestly, it matters. Like, you want people to know that you're an honest person, but you also want people to know that you appreciate that person what there is like efforts (laughs) there was a reality show years ago i don't remember what it was called but it involved bringing people up on a stage and these judge type people would analyze their appearance and point out flaws and and the the higher points did you ever watch it uh was it swan Hot or not, or model, maybe America's Top Model, I don't remember what it was, but they were just brutally on. In the same way that they're brutally honest on American Idol, they were doing it with a person's appearance. American Top Model, or, like, Top Next Model top. was really bad, like, I it was bad it. that way, but, like, the one that I, like, okay, so, like, that one where, like, they were brutally honest and all this shit, there was another one where they did, like, they gave people plastic surgeries. Oh, is that right? To, yeah. Swan. Like, that was one of my favorite fucking, like, it's so underrated, but it's so amazing. Like, there's people that, there was people that honestly, like, there's some people that didn't really need work. You know, like, they didn't. They, like, when you watch it now, you're like, okay, that person, like, literally could have put a lot of work in themselves and created something good you know they didn't need to like bug a fucking stu- like a place to like get them on a show because like there's other people that like really deserved it more you know what i mean anyway so like you've seen like the fucking turnaround like some of these people are like i've looked like this way all my life i don't have any teeth i don't have this and that like they're like you know, and then they, they're just given, like, all of this pl- fucking plastic surgery. Mind you, it's, like, 
within a few months. So, like, it's a lot for your body to handle. So, like, there's a lot, like, to kind of, like, adhere to. You have to, like, eat right, sleep right, all that stuff. Get through, like, the, like, weird shit that your body goes through when you have, like, these, um when you have these these surgeries because it hurts and they also aren't allowed to have a mirror so they don't know what they look like well i mean i uh the, inter- the most interesting plastic surgery uh story i ever heard was um jennifer gray who played baby in dirty dancing for right. some reason she had a problem with her nose i don't i don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with it but anyway she had a nose job and then after it ruined her career because nobody recognized her like she said People that she knew for years, they didn't recognize her in the street. She'd be like, hey, how you doing? And they're like, do I know you? It, and wow. she really does look very different. And so, yeah, that just – it. she thought it would make her life better and her career better, but it just destroyed it, you know? That's crazy. Like, sometimes you just have to keep the thing that is, like, unique to you. And, then like, that's the thing. It's, like, some people really want to, like, change themselves, like, top to bottom – And, like, I get it if it's sort of, like, a a sex change thing. You want to, like, you know, transition into a beautiful butterfly. And that is, like, that's amazing. But there is a point where you go over the top. And sometimes this stuff becomes an addiction. And also, um, there's, like, a lot of little things that come with it that people don't talk about. There's, like, a sort of, like, downswing like, after you get all this stuff done, um, you, it's like your body is depleted of a lot of, like, um, it's hard to describe it. It's, like, almost like emotional repair. Like, it's just not Uh. able to, like, kind of grasp a lot of emotional stuff. And you're just, like, why, like, you end up questioning why you did what you did. But, like, a lot of the time it's just, like, a very fleeting moment. That's the thing when yeah. it is. It's, like, a, it's a quick, like, dip in all of your hormones and that because you've, like, hurt yourself a lot and your body's trying to recuperate. You know, like, people don't, like, think about surgeries in a way where it's, like, it actually takes a lot of trauma like it hurts you and like your body has like weird ass ways of like recuperating and these weird ass ways of recuperating can send you into like suicidal fucking you know like it can send you into into depressions it's really crazy yeah liberace had so many facelifts he couldn't close his eyes oh what yeah, imagine sleeping with someone and they no sleeping, but their eyes are open. That's okay. So I've seen it. I've seen it like a little bit in my life, and it's fucked up. I took pictures of it though. I was like, no, I can't believe the Satan is like right here, right now. Like you have your eyes open. That's fucked up. Well, I mean, <laughs> a lot of older celebrities they keep getting these plastic surgeries to look younger, but yeah, it, but they it fuck their shit up. It just turns you into, like, a Frankenstein. It doesn't look good. Yeah, okay, so there's, like, there is a way of doing this gracefully, right? Like, people don't have it. Like, a lot of these people with money, they don't have it right. They don't. Look at Madonna. Madonna went weird. Well, she she pumps iron like crazy now. Yeah, but do you see her face, though? Like, it's, it's like, 
Yeah, she could have had work done, yeah. Cause, uh, no, she had a lot of work done. She must have and, had Botox because it looks like her face yeah. doesn't have much. Uh, She's got, and, like, a weird, like, shape to it now, though. Like, it's like. She's like, I don't know. She doesn't look real. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I guess I don't know at, at what point it was, but yes, yeah, at some somewhere along the line, she just. It's lost. only just recently that I noticed it my myself, but I mean, I haven't been in the loop, you know. Like, I really haven't. It made have might have been when she like fucking was in that like leotard when she's like dancing in that video. Like there was. It was a video. She looked really hot, but you're kind of like, you're like weirdly very hot for like, and you're like 60 right now. Like, yeah. well, she had like 20 good years in music, and that's pretty much all it's been. She had, she's not able to be re- relevant anymore. No, like, what is she doing now? Not really, like anything. She's just touring, probably. Well, also, like, it's just you know, she was, she used sex. To market herself and love. Yeah. Kind of and now she's, <laughs> she's, she can't do that. Yeah, it's like you can shock people by making. I can do cool. that still, but like I only got 20 more years of that. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, you, you can no longer shock people by being a Satanist like Marilyn Manson did. You can't shock people by. Oh, man, now he's a Christian. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a Christian now? Yeah. Did you not see that fucking video of him? And Kanye West and Justin Bieber doing a prayer. No, I thought that. Uh, oh no no no! Yeah. All, all I've heard about him recently is like the the abuse. Oh, out. the Evan the Evan Woods Evan Rachel Woods yeah. shit, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so with him now, and this was like maybe about a few months back, him Kanye West and Justin Bieber were doing a prayer. They're all done up in white. They're like wearing these white, like fucking weird ass outfits. Justin Bieber led a prayer, and I guess fucking Kanye played a fucking song from Donda. And like, I don't know if this is like fucking Marilyn Manson trying to like gain redemption or what. <laughs> But it, like, honestly was just, like, uh, well, he has to have hit I don't know what this is. And I don't like it. Like, just be true to yourself. Like, be like, okay, look, I fucked up. I was, like, really fucked up on drugs, and, like, they took me. That's all you got to do. Like, it's really not that fucking hard. Like, and, like, so many people have just gone to, like, you know, read... Not that he has to go to rehab. He doesn't have to fucking do that. As long as he just fucking admits. He's like, this is what I did. I was horrible to some people. And it's even documented some of it. And Long Hard Road Out of Hell. Yeah, I read that. (laughs) I've read it a couple times. (laughs) Yeah, I remember he did write about, like, degrading some girl was kind of a... Yeah, well, no. uh, You know what was worse to me? What? Fucking the keyboardist, Pogo, which I loved. I had the biggest crush on Pogo. But he was like, they were fucking this deaf chick, right? And he's like, I'm going to come right in your useless ear canal. Oh, I don't know. Is that That's not abusive, is it? I mean, if you do it without... He, cons- she yeah. can't hear it. <laughs> yeah, true. But- there, you'd still sure, have- but like I know that was like oh 
But a lot yeah. of them can read lips. But so. she can't hear it, so. Yeah. <laughs> you could write it down, or you could, uh, maybe she could read your you lips. Sign it, like, I mean, I, like, I've always wanted to learn sign language, and honestly, it, a lot of it would be me just talking shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With my hands. <laughs> well, I'm sure there must be you know signs. You, you piece of shit. Your mom's a cunt and a whore, and it'd be like with my hands, like just bang, bang, bang. Fucking, yep. <laughs> you could get away with saying those things to people who don't know American exactly. Sign Language. No one would know, like unless they were deaf. They'd be like, "What the fuck are you saying about my mom?" And then you'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> it would be like that. <laughs> well, he has to have stupid. The same guy used to wipe his ass with the Bible on stages. It was sunk pretty low if he's praying with Christians now. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I like I'm 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 surprised you didn't know about that. Yeah, I haven't been following the news. So, yeah. Yeah, the like I've been kind of a little bit following like what's been up with Marilyn Manson. The last thing I heard was that he was like kind of like dying. Dying. Yeah. Much ab too much absinthe, I guess. Too much fucking cocaine, probably. Oh, I'm sure. He's fucking, well, yeah, you like, know that. A fucking nose beers monster. Have like, you ever, all the time? Have you ever had absinthe before? I've had it a bit, but not like the traditional way. I want it. I want the real shit. Yeah, yeah. I actually want to smoke opium like Lewis Carroll. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's no less addictive, though. No. I mean, I I don't give a shit about how addictive it is. Like, I don't. I just want to do it. I just want to. Want to try it, you know? Are you sure you can walk away after the first, the one time? Oh, fuck yeah. I'd have to just, like, honestly, it's like a little bit of mental preparation. That's all it is for me, because, um, you know, like, when it comes to those things, it's like, you, like, it's real easy to just, like, look at those people that, like, literally gave up. Like, they still, all their things in life, and it's, like, they got no teeth, they got, like, nothing... This yeah, and that. Yeah. You know, it's like that's not what you want. You need to, you know, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't go down that route where you fucking like sell your shit and like basically like owe millions and millions and millions of dollars and like probably like fear for your life every day. <laughs> or a prostitute again. Or you're prostituting, you're basically, like, literally just, like, paying, like, yeah, it's, no, that is no way to live. What you want to do is have a fucking life. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, it's like, a, it's like I posted on Facebook, somebody wrote this meme, like, would you do crack for a billion dollars? And I wrote, well, you'd spend the billion dollars on crack, that's what would happen. No, I would I would do it and then be like, cool, I'm gonna go invest this billion dollars. Like, <laughs> sure, because a lot of people smoke. I remember some guys saying some people are just like, man, okay, I'll do that, and then like, yeah, the billion dollars is gone, like legit. But I'm like, are you retarded? A billion dollars. Well, you think a billion crack, dollars, you would die before you that think was crack, spent. You think crack wouldn't make you retarded? I think it would. 
Well, yeah, but I mean, like you do, you do that, you do the little bit, and then you take that billion dollars, you go buy yourself a house, you go live a good life, and then you do crack occasionally. Yeah, you'll you'll OD. You'll just (laughs) no, fuck man, no, like me, no. I like I like enjoying life a lot. You know, I do. I like life. Life well, so, provides so, way more cooler things than just doing drugs. Well, so do crackheads, but their idea of enjoying life is yeah, it's it's doing crack. But like I, my idea of enjoying life is like going over to Greece, going to yeah, fucking yeah. Spain, going like going places, meeting people, getting like an actual like fucking cool ass pad. Oh shit, break things. I get in a cool pad and like a couple of spots, you know, like one of them I'd fucking sublet, whatever, because you need some money coming in, whatever. But you have some cool spots, you buy yourself an island, you know, billion dollars is going to go a fucking long ass way. It's a billion dollars. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, for me, I would just. That's an easy one for me. <laughs> well, I would make all the movies and TV shows I'd want to Fuck make. It. Yeah. Get <laughs> all right. So uh, who has the next confession? I think I did, uh, like the whole. Did you? I don't, we went on a tangent. Fucking. We run. could just do like maybe like three today <laughs> if you want. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I I think that the last tangent started off from. The stretching my organ. It was the alpha male. No, wait. I did an alpha male one. So it was. But you. then you did the stretching your organs. Okay, so. Wait. Uh, well, we've gone in out about an hour and a half, so. We, <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> we could do one. We could we could leave off with your next one and we'll. Okay. Okay. Cool. So um. Getting the belt. I'm 19 and still living at home with my mom and stepdad who believe in corporal punishment for any aged child living at home. I'm currently not able to afford my own place, although I'm trying to. My mom tells me my stepdad something every couple weeks. What? Tells my stepdad something. Okay. Which he deems direct disobedience which is cause for him to take me downstairs to a spare bedroom in our basement and make me completely disrobe and lay face down on the twin bed in this room that nobody is permitted to be in except when being punished and he removes his leather belt, folds it in half, and snaps it multiple times before giving me 10 to 20 searing licks across my bare bottom and upper legs. Uh, that sounds kind of kinky. <laughs> oh yeah, this is not just corporal punishment. This is no. abuse to beat to have them to have. This did they say what? A secret they, beating room. Did they say what their gender is? The victim. Is it a girl? Because uh, it must be a girl. Like it has to be a girl. You have to have them remove all their clothes. That's their yeah. And it's a stepdad. It's a stepdad. It's a stepdad. Yeah, he's he's just 
you know, cloaking the... Oh, second. yeah, he's, like, I'm the dad, so, and he's, like, fucking, like, got a fucking raging-ass fucking boner while he's watching this fucking 19-year-old fucking girl undress. Yeah. And, yeah. like, fucking, like, whipping her and listening to her go, ah, you know, like... Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's all about. She needs to get the fuck out of there now. Yeah. 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 She's 19, and unless, like, I mean, yeah, no, get the fuck out of there. It's not a good thing. <laughs> There's a part of me that's just like, well, you uh, like, depending on how old the stepdad is. But um, I'm assuming the stepdad's probably older. Yeah, he's a probably secret perv, you know. Oh yeah. Sad well, thing. they're in a room where they can't, like, no one else can go. It's the punishment room. Yeah, the fucking basement. Yeah. And uh, the sad thing about a lot of girls who were abused growing up is they end up with the worst fucking guys, just terrible men. True. Like, especially if there was no father around or if it was just, like, an abusive stepfather, like, a sexually abusive stepfather, they might end up, like, being a stripper and they're, like, they start dating the guy who owns the club and he's, like, a total scumbag. Just, yeah, like some guy named Randy. Uh, (laughs) I I don't know why. I I know Randy is a good one. I was, like, it's a shady name. He's a greasy guy. Randy is a greasy guy. I don't. I would never. If I had a son, I would not name him Randall or any variation. Yeah. No. No. Randy. Like no. It just. It's like the name of a porn distributor, which. Yeah. They don't really exist anymore. It's, it's all internet now. <laughs> Back in the day, in like '85 or something like that, guys <laughs> like them were distributing the porn videos, and yeah. uh, and they own the strip clubs, and that's just. Uh, because sometimes when I watch porn, I'm just thinking, this is like the bad parenting film festival right here. Because <laughs> if, if you were a good parent, this how, is terrible. Yeah. Even if your son just ends up being in porn, that's a bad thing. You fucked up somehow. But if, yes. if the girl's doing it, I mean, there, I'm sure there are ex- exceptions like Sasha Gray's family knew about. Oh, man. We were like fucking talking about Sasha Gray last time. Yeah. I love her. They came to terms with it, I guess. I fucking um okay, so Belladonna, she's cool too. Yeah, I don't She's an anal queen. Check she's out the... Belladonna, you would love her. Belladonna. You're welcome. Does she, does she do does she do like double anal? She's like she is like the dom, but she also like she she gets it, like she she takes it, but she also distributes. Oh, yeah. She's super good. Like, you want to see that. <laughs> Hanging in. Belladonna, definitely. Um, I mean, the, a good way to, like, kind of dip your toes in it, I would say, is, like, going for those, like, the two pirate movies that I was talking to you about. Like, Pirates 1, Pirates 2. They're, <laughs> like, high-production fucking porn movies but they got some serious people on this like they do and they're hot they're so hot so hot like there's okay so both of them got jesse james in it and 
I don't know which one I like more because like they I think the second one has Sasha Gray in it. And it's good. But anyways, those like it's like sort of your like porn one oh one. Those two movies, like, is a good introduction to like porn like it's like your porn all stars almost. Yeah, I guess young women have to kind of be uh, eased into it. You have to be fucking... No, you have to be fucking creative, too. Because, like, that's what, like, fucking got Sasha Gray, like, popular. And well, I, Belladonna. Well, I went back and checked out, like, some of the earliest movies ever, like, Behind the Green Door and Deep Throat. I, yeah. Like, those early classics. Well, what was the one with fucking Tracy Lords where she was, like, actually, like... Well, she, yeah. you know, there's only one video she ever did where she was of legal age. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it involves all these Japanese people. What? The rest of them, the rest of the movies she's done are basically child pornography because she lost yeah. her age. She was 17. Yeah, the the industry lost four million dollars because of of what she, of her lying about that. Oh my god! Like back, I mean, that's not a lot of money in Well, Hollywood. what about Brooke Shields though? Well. I don't like, think what about that shit? What did she Shields was like fucking ten, fucking in Playboy. Really? Like yeah, know. something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Look up the like Brooke Shields Playboy shit. Like. But she wasn't. Look it up. Right. She was. Her just... mom signed off on like her being like fucking. She was young, like way young, too young. And it was like honestly, it's nothing. It's like when you compare that shit. To what Tracy Lords did, like they all like it's. It took us a long time to actually figure out what fucking legal age was, right? And I'm like, I'm not siding with the fucking pedophiles at all when I say this shit. But like, literally, like way, like way, way, way back, like in like the 1700s, 1800s, people were fucking marrying way young, right? Yeah. Like super young. It only, like, fucking... It's, like, basically the same sort of turn of events. Like, we, we had to take a lot of time to figure out what the shit was happening there. Because, like, like th- there was that. There was incest. <laughs> there was, like, well, basically, all the stuff that was happening. Well, we're the only species that views a teen pregnancy as, like, a tragedy. Every other species, it's just that's just the normal way. That's yeah. I mean, yeah. cats like literally like one or two years old sometimes, or yeah. even dogs like they're like young. The first time the female is an estrus, they're ready. They just yeah, and like that's that's how it was with us too. Like as soon as we fucking had our period, and like for some people it was like it was young. Like for me, I was like fucking twelve. Can yeah. you imagine, like, I would be ready to fucking have a kid then? No. No, but that's how it was, like, 200 years ago. Oh, yeah, you would have been, you would have your ba- have babies. I would have had, like, a baby and, like, one on the way. Like. <laughs> yeah, because you need farm labor, and so you would have had. Yeah, like-, you're, like, just literally, like, this is what you do now. You are pumping out at least five to ten kids. Uh, need a goddamn hysterectomy after all that. You know? Yeah. Fuck that life, man. No. That No. <laughs> that, that is so un-Rosanna, that kind of life. <laughs> I could not do it. You know, I, I, bring, I would bring a kid in 
to this world because I love them and like you know you want to like basically make a mini you like because you think that maybe you another little you can make a difference in the world that's like the little like that's basically the end all hope I know it's like a bit narcissistic but essentially you want to put all the good things that you know into this person and try to make them the best you that you possibly can because you want to kind of carry out your shit but like it's hard like we got fucking covid happening it's like fucked up like people are like all kinds of fucked up and there's like i mean there's more mental illness i mean i think it's like basically kind of remained the same as people are like more vocal about it well there the population of, of poor people keeps growing and money problems can give you a lot of anxiety and depression so i think oh that, yeah there's, there's a trickle effect that happens for sure like cost of housing keeps going up but salaries and wages are not it's just like you you get overwhelmed right it's like there's yeah. no way to get ahead well yeah i mean i'm a low maintenance person but same. I still want basic expenses covered, you know. Well, it's like honestly, it's. It, I feel like what I'm asking for to live on a daily basis isn't asking that much. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. You know, like it's basic human needs. Yeah. But when you're food insecure, that's a little hard to live with. So. Yeah, man. Like it's like, and when you like, you know, say you even have like. Things like issues with certain foods, like people who have gluten things or whatever, you know, like allergies to certain things, like things get expensive. You can't just like fucking expect people to like shell out all this stuff because that just happens to be how it is when you have this thing. Like. Like, would you be able to be, like, a freelance tattoo artist, or does it have to be done in a facility? I can do kind of, well... <laughs> I mean, under... Well, yeah, I, I want to say this, but, like, I I don't... I, I can and cannot do what I want to do, but... Yes. <laughs> if that answers anything. I'm yeah. trying to, like, not be incriminating because i mean honestly like with this fucking whole like being a fucking contractor like you already have it out for your like it sucks you chose being a contractor and that means you're gonna fucking just like live and die poor well they should let you like (laughs) there should at least be like a card they could issue to you that says you know this person's Like, yo, I'm doing manual labor here, bitch. Just give me extra money. That's all it means. Yeah, Yeah, right. You know, just... I'm dealing with a lot of crap. Trust me. (laughs) I'm a hard therapist. I'm not licensed. I am not a licensed therapist, but I also do manual labor. So, like... (laughs) Well, you do the piercings, too? I've done piercings, and I can do piercings, but I'm not a piercer. If that answers anything. <laughs> or do you really have to, like, double check? I honestly, I, like, I don't need a license for it. I can, I can do them. And I won't hurt you. I won't, um, you won't bleed out for sure. But, um, 
if I was to work in a shop, they probably would want to see a little bit more certification than what I can provide, which is zero certification. So what about the ear gouges? Isn't that special? I did all that myself. Like, I did the ear stretching, but, like, when I got my ears, like, uh, pointed, that was, I paid for that. I did that. Uh, I, yeah. So, uh, and then the tongue splitting, that was also, I paid for that. Uh, but I know how they did it. And I also know how to do sutures. I don't know how to do a lot of the other little in-between steps because there's a lot of things that I can't say for legal reasons. And I'm not going to. <laughs> it's legit for legal reasons because, like, things are weird between, like, being a really good body mod artist, piercer, and a uh, nurse. Mm. There's things that need anyway totally. yeah so yeah anyway like the whole like all of the mods and shit like that's a whole different story like doing piercings is pretty quick and easy like yeah i mean if you're just doing standard stuff did branding ever take off they're just branding is like actually you know what's really cool there's solar branding you can take like an orb Basically, you go out, like, into, like, a, a really sunny day, you get this orb, and the orb, like, it's like, it's like a, a crystal ball kind of thing. It concentrates the sunlight and, like, does a solar brand into you. You can do that. Um, or you can use a cauterizing machine. Oh, so it's probably less painful, right? Yeah, the cauterizing machine would be super less painful, but I would want to have some sun rays in me, I think. Mm. And be kind of fun. Not really, like, fun fun, but, like, fun to be, like, I have, like, I've been burnt by the sun. Like, it's in me. Like, I actually have some proof. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, uh, I think we've blown our wad for this we've week. We've blown our wad. We didn't even get to finish, like, all of our confessions, which is actually kind of cool. We, like, really went on a tangent, and I like that. Yes, <laughs> we did. All right, well, thank you for joining me once again this week. Well, thank you. Have yourself a great weekend. I will, and you too. Thank you. Take care. You as well. Right, bye-bye. Bye.